Hey everyone, and thank you for listening to Nourish and Lift. Um, again, I could have not done this without stumbling across Anchor. Um, I was looking for a free podcast, and Anchor is definitely where it's at. I love the music that they have, the background music that they got going on. I love how you can customize everything to yourself, just like a regular podcast. And basically, all the tools is in the app, which I love. So definitely have to check it out. Go to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you all and thanks again for Anchor for making this happen. Thanks. Good morning and happy Monday. I hope all y'all are starting your mornings off right. It is the beginning of a new work week. It is the beginning of a new day. It's definitely time to get started, get the grind going. Do not miss a Monday workout. Even if you're not feeling it, just go through the motion. Do not miss another workout. So um, I just want to thank you all again for listening to Nourish and Lift. Uh, Today's episode 8 of Nourish and Lift, and we're going to get started with that. Um, I do just want to apologize for missing last week, uh, but my son comes first before anything, so he was sick. Uh, He actually, we found out Monday last week that he got pneumonia in the left upper lung, so definitely, um, and he had a fever with it, which we couldn't break, so we definitely had to get him uh, seen to the doctors right away and all of that, so he is all good. Uh, We did get the right medicine. They did have to give him steroids type medicine, kind of like a Z-Pack, I guess, uh, just to get, to get that ammonia going away, so, um, so yeah, but no, he's been doing a lot better, he is getting healthier, and we are still in the recovery week, he is back at school, no more missing school, he missed all last week, it felt so bad, but, I mean, we couldn't do anything until that fever was broke, so, uh, definitely excited that he's feeling better, but we're still in the recovery because ammonia is something you don't want to mess with, especially with a young kid. You just, you just can't. So, but anyways, um, I did get a question asked, which I'm super excited. So thank you. Um, so I was asked if a, using a belt is important during a heavy lift, um, which I do have a lot of information, a lot of tips, a lot of things I can give to you about that, a lot of yes or no's, um, to answer that question, so, and this is just, again, me from experiencing all of this, uh, from doing CrossFit since 2014, I have went through a lot of, like, trials, I guess, for people, um, until, you know, like, whenever I got my level one, but, again, I knew I wanted to coach, do all of that, and I'm, I'm really good at coaching, I promise, if you don't believe me, come meet me at the gym, and I'll coach you, and you let me know, because I can point out a lot of flaws, a lot of tips, and activations, and mobility, and strength skills that we can definitely work with, which I'm hoping by this fall, I can come up with my program, so still in the works, still in the works, but anyways, so using a belt, if you guys want to check out, um, my, I just recently PR'd my deadlift from 295 to 305, which I'm super fucking stoked because I have not 
done a PR deadlift since last year. So it's been like almost a whole year. Maybe it's been a year. I, I really can't remember. I just remember that, hey, I did 295. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, let's just go for it. Um, but I've been doing a lot of leg strength, a lot of lower back strength lately, um, just because, you know, I'm still testing, trying to pass my CPAT and that damn stair stepper. So um, that's what I've been doing. But um, so I noticed my legs have been getting stronger and everything. So if you want to check it out, it's on my Instagram. It's on CrossFit underscore mom six or CrossFit underscore badass pineapple or CrossFit underscore badass underscore pineapple. Um, so definitely check out my video of me doing my deadlift. I PR, but in my video, you can see, and that was actually my second time pulling 305 because my husband did get a video my first time. So that is my second lift lift of 305. So I know I can do more than that, but I wanted a video because I wanted to show everybody and I haven't put out a video in a while of me working out or lifting or PRing or anything. Um, so again, since I'm getting into all of this, I want everybody, I want my listeners, I want, you know, people to see that, Hey, I'm lifting. I'm still there. Hello. <laughs> um, but in the video, you can definitely see that I'm not wearing a belt at all. And you're probably like, holy shit, like you see CrossFitters, you see other people even like just, you know, in the gym and in these, like all these different CrossFit videos where even in like the 200s, a lot of people are wearing belts. Um, so yes, a belt is good and a belt is bad at the same time. And I'm the main reason why a belt is bad is just because it doesn't help your core strength. It doesn't strengthen your core. Um, the reason why it is good is if you have a good core strength and your core is already strengthened, but you just need something to tighten up just so you can breathe against, which is nice. Um, you, you know, it is nice to brace against something so that way you're not putting so much force, so much pressure on your abdomen because, you know, our intestines, you know, you hear about, um, like their like little intestines like poking out of their abdomen wall and stuff like that um but that's only if they have a weak core a weak core so and then that all comes to play of having the correct breathing techniques um so and strength but so a lot of people don't understand uh is yes you can take a deep breath in and hold it and like push your stomach out and like act like you're bracing, but you need the proper breathing techniques. So, um, I am actually in the middle of helping my husband out with his leg strength. So I've been helping him with programming, doing different things. And I love seeing him walking out. Like he can't walk. Like he looks like a giraffe that just got birth and trying to walk for the first time. Um, it's quite comical. I love it though, because I'm like, yes. And then he looks at me and he's like, I hate you. And I'm like, you're welcome. Um, so using the belt, uh, let's see, I'm trying to, oh, okay. So activation. So let, let's just start with the first steps. So the first and most important step to doing all of this and trying to minimize wearing a belt is your abdomen. So you have to focus on your abdomen and that is front and back. 
because our abdomen is a big belt all the way around. So even when you're doing, like if you're on a GHD and you're doing back extensions, you're strengthening your abdomen wall. You're strengthening the even the lower back muscles as well, which we all need. But you have to strengthen your abdomen all the way around. It's not just the front. It's not just the front of the abdomen where you want those washboard abs or six pack, four pack, whatever. It, it's not all about that. It's about underneath that skin, okay? Because in my videos, you can see that I'm a, I'm, I'm a little thicker. Um, I'm not like that, but I, I gain muscle. I, I have a, a little more fat around my abdomen than I should, but I know underneath my abdomen, I have a, a strong core. Strong enough core where certain lifts, I don't feel like I need that belt because I'm also doing my breathing techniques, but I also just got done warming up my, my abdomen, doing the activation warm up making sure the nerve system is already firing off, working, warmed up, and then the muscles are also warmed up as well. That way they're not, they're still tight a little bit, but they're not over loose, overstretched. So first focus is strengthening and doing an activating warm-up for your abdomen before you're doing any types of lifts. So what I like to do, and like I like to start off first with is taking and I built up so like I started with the 35 pound dumbbell and I've worked my way up not excuse me not dumb well you can use a dumbbell but I kettlebell so I started with the 35 um, kettlebell which is the one with the yellow tape like around the handle the rings uh, and I've worked my way up to 53 pounds which I'm pretty sure those are the blue ones because the green ones are the 44 I'm not sure. I know ours at our gym is blue, but it might go yellow, green, blue. So, um, but I have worked my way up to 53. That's, that's the point. So now I'm doing 53 pound kettlebell, just one. And I'm standing straight up with my feet underneath my hips. And I'm taking that kettlebell right next to me, right by my side. And I'm activating my lat and everything already by holding that kettlebell. And then I'm going down to the side. So basically I'm sliding that kettlebell from my, from where it is, from my hip or thigh. And then I'm sliding it all the way down towards my knee, on the outside of my knee, on the outside of my leg. And then I'm going up and then going down and then going up. And I'm in the process of that, I am focusing on tightening my core and I'm focusing on my breathing technique of taking a breath in like and then holding it and then taking another breath in and holding it so that way I'm keep sucking almost like you're sucking your stomach in but you're getting that lower deep breath and that abdomen that lower abdomen where you need to be bracing um, so I do 15 on each side and I do three sets so three sets of 15 on each side is what I do um, and I warming that up and then I'll take that same kettlebell and then I'm doing just basically it's kind of basically Russian swings kettlebell Russian swings but I'm just basically focusing on activating those glutes but also that breathing in my abdomen keeping that abdomen tight 
So I'll do 15 of three sets. So you, typically I do three sets, 15 of everything that I do with any of my activating warm up. And then I will also go over if we're, if I, especially if I know we're doing like toes the bar, um, I will go over, hang on a bar, do like a dead hang and I will slightly raise my knees up, not forcefully, not using it forcefully where I'm raising my knees up straight. Like if I'm doing, if I can't do toes bar or, you know, where I'm doing knee raises, I'm not forcefully doing it. I'm focusing on my stomach, getting that lower abdomen, the abdomen's tight. So I'm, you know, breathing at the top and then taking that breath in, you know, holding it a little bit and, you know, getting that slight where I'm raising my knees up towards my chest, you know, raise it up far enough where you can go, but I'm doing it slow. So that way I'm focusing on my abdomen. I'm not worried about how fast or how high I can raise my knees. I don't care about that. I'm just focusing on getting that core activated warm up and especially that lower abdomen activated because that's where I call for people mashed potato. So they have their upper abdomen tight, but they forget about their lower abdomen, the low belly, um, for girls or guys, it's that low abdomen towards your private, you know, on top of your bladder. Um, that's where the deep breathing comes in. And I make sure that I do that for sure. Uh, so you definitely want to make sure you're, you're focusing on that. So when you're focusing on that and you're activating that, muscle memory does kick in as well because when you are in the middle of doing heavy lifts, some people do tend to forget and, you know, their game plan, everything goes out the door. That's okay. It happens. But um, that's where you, you start to remember that deep breathing when you're in the middle of doing like heavy sets of lifts. Um, so that's why it's important to, to take your time and memorize that. So those are just a couple of things that I like to do for activation. Um, I also like to do the GHD where I do it like as I'm doing a GHD setup, I do it nice and slow, focusing on that abdomen core just so I can feel it. I want to be able to feel those muscles. I want to be able to feel my nervous system, you know, activating. Um, and then same thing I'll, when I turn around on the GHD and I'm doing like the back extensions, you know, I want to make sure I'm feeling that lower back stretch and then I'm getting back into like pulling it all together, stretch, like stretching a little bit, but activating that. Um, and then I'll even do like a straight, uh, back where I'm, my back is straight and I'm going down. And then I'll also do one where like I'm curling kind of like my back, like you're doing like, um, was that that skin the cat stretch, you know, um, where you're like rounding your back just a little bit. And that is just to help stretch and that and like the muscles along your spine, it does help activating those as well. Um, and then you're getting tension because it's your body weight. So you're getting a little bit of lifting in that. And so it's activating those muscles on the way up and on the way down. Um, so th that's why it's important as well. So that's what I do as a warm up tip before I get into actually doing like the, the heavy lifts or just, you know, like I said, you're doing an EMOM or a Metcon or an AMREP and there is a, like three rounds and say it's like five to eight reps 
but the weight's pretty, if it's five to eight reps, you know the weight's going to be pretty heavy. Um, so definitely I play that in tip. So that's like the activating part. Now, again, like when I was telling you about the breathing, the breathing. So like, I mean, I can do it over, the, over here, but, um, you know, you're taking that deep breath in, you're going, and then you're holding that. And then you're taking another one in. So like you're, you're trying to push that air lower and lower and lower in your belly to where you're like, I can barely talk. So almost to like where you are wearing a belt. Um, so when you push that in down deep in your belly, you want to be, okay, hold that. And then do your lift, breathe at the top, like let a little bit it out. And then again, that way you still have a little bit of that air, that brace down deep in that belly. And then when you're at the top, you're breathing a little bit of it out. And then you're breathing a little bit back in, but you're still tight. You're still nice and tight in your core. Um, so the, that's what I do a lot. So I, you know, even as recovery, if I am just laying there on the floor after a workout, or if I'm just laying there on the floor after we just did a skill work, I'm still practicing that breathing even after, just because it does help with recovery. It does help with my like heart rate, you know, lowering it down and everything. But also, again, it's muscle memory. Um, so I am my body is memorizing that breathing technique and it's wanting to do it. So that's another reason why I do a lot of that after I work out as well for a nice recovery, cool down, but my body is wanting that. So, which is good. So in all of that, if you're doing the activation of warmups and the breathing activation and the breathing techniques and skills, you're going to strengthen your core definitely over time. Um, if not, if your core is already strengthened, maybe if you feel like you're mashed potatoing at the very, at the lower of your abdomen and you're falling forward or falling back, or you just feel not tight enough, um, because maybe the belt, maybe if you are wearing a belt and it's too high, but also maybe you're wearing a belt, but you're not getting that deep breath down below and then putting that belt on and then bracing against it. Um, so that's really important to, again, if you, you know, to focus on the breathing technique too, because you could already be really fit and everything, but you could be missing a key component of trying to not just strengthen the core, but that breathing technique as well. Um, so that's a little bit uh, about what I do in regards to that. And then that's just a little bit of tips in regards to not wearing a belt of how you can, you know, really wear that belt in the very time needed. Um, but wearing a belt again is great because it's something it gives you to press against that brace against. It feels like you can definitely, you know, get that deeper breath in there. Um, and that way you're holding it kind of like wearing a corset, basically, you know, it's nice and tight and you can't, you know, everything's in place and it stays there and it's not going to push out or anything like that. Um, but again, I recommend what I used to do is anything that was 150 pounds over, I would wear my belt and 
I noticed over time that I wasn't getting that lower deep breath in my lower abdomen, but I was wearing my belt and I was still failing on weight that I don't think I should have failed on. And, um, it didn't really like, it, it didn't like trigger to me that I might've had my belt up too high. Um, so some people like to wear it like a, a little bit, maybe above their belly button or right at their belly button. Um, I liked mine to be like, it's still, my belt is still over my belly button. I'm trying to think how to describe it to you. My belt is still over my belly button, but I like the top of my belly button or my belly button to be like more at the top of my belt. Um, that way I'm still getting that lower back and lower abdomen brace because I feel good when I breathe at the top that I can brace that. And now I'm just trying to make sure that my bottom is always constantly braced. So uh, maybe if you feel that you might have your belt up too high, uh, I would definitely focus on just slightly bringing it down just a little bit and then going up to a moderate to heavy weight that you know you can do and then just do like a pause, like a pause overhead squat, a pause front squat, a pause back squat, um, pause, you know, clean and jerk, what, whatever you feel of lift, but just do a moderate to heavy weight and just play with the belt to see what feels comfortable at that, to see if maybe your belt is too high, because a lot of people just put their belt on and they don't think about where they're putting their belt on. They just put it on real quick where they know it thinks it feels good and then just go. That's fine when, you know, I get it when you're in a competition and everything, but if you can try to get, you know, that muscle memory of remembering where you put your belt at and where it feels good, um, you're going to hit that point every time. So I would definitely, as a tip to, um, you know, put where you normally put it and then slightly move it down, or if it's too low and you need to move it up a little higher where your belly button is showing, um, then do that, you know, start up, but just keep moving it little by little of either up or down, depending on where you already have it to see what feels comfortable. And then that's where you also need to come into play is before you put your belt on too, is that breathing technique of getting that lower air, everything braced down below. Um, you know, like I said, that low abdomen, that's like on top of your bladder, that low, low, low abdomen. Um, that's where a lot of people tend to mash potato because they don't, they take that deep breath in, but they take that deep breath in up on their upper abdomen instead of pushing that down low. Um, so wearing a belt. So like I said, I will wear a belt when I necessarily absolutely have to, but I don't wear my belt as often as I, I don't, I want to, I don't want to say should, but I don't wear my belt a lot. So I'll just put it that way. Um, because I feel confident in my core. I feel confident in that warm activation, the, and the, in the, um, like the stretching and the warm activation 
excuse me, the activating warm-up. I don't know why I kept saying warm activation, but the activating warm-up, I feel confident in. And the breathing technique that I just did beforehand, I feel confident in. So when I get to the bar, the first thing that I focus on is that breathing before I hit the bar. And then when I'm ready, I take that big breath in and I hold that and I get down on that bar. And then as I'm lifting, I slowly let a little bit out just until I get to the top. And then I suck that back in and I go and I do it again. Um, but again, it all depends on your body. Make sure you listen to your body for sure. You don't want to just be like, oh, hey, I did what you did and then I hurt myself. Like, I'm just telling you what I have done from a year because I found the whole activating warm up a year ago. And since then, I have built my strength up until then, until now. And I continue to do it. But again, you have to listen to yourself. If you know you have a weak core, if you've already caved on certain lifts, if you've already had that mashed potato that I call where your belly gets loose, then you need to focus on the activating warm-up and breathing techniques. Those are the two things that I would highly recommend doing. And without, I mean, without me seeing you, like, there could be something else, but those are the first two things I would have to say, um, because those are going to strengthen your core and it's going to get your nerve system, everything fired up. So, um, but wear a belt if you absolutely have to, but if you're wanting to not wear your belt as much and you're wanting to make sure that, you know, you have a strong core, those are the two tips I have for you. So, um, I hope you enjoy that. I hope those help you. Um, I hope that maybe you just, those are things that you just didn't really think about. Um, I really hope you do take a lot away from this. Again, if you have like any questions or anything for me, um, or if you're like, hey, would you post a video about what you were explaining? Um, I can definitely do that as well. Um, or just want to email me privately and just be like, hey, can I send you a video of like of my lift or anything? Or, you know, just be like, hey, like, what is your opinion? Um, definitely let, let me know. I would be happy to help. Uh, like I said, I'm actually, you know, I do have like certain programs, certain people that I do help. And I am helping my husband out right now um, with a lot of stuff because he's 6'6", he's so tall. But like I said, he has an upper body build strength. Um, he just wants to not have bird legs, he says. So he wants to make sure everything is portioned out correctly. Like just everything is well balanced for him. So um, definitely, you know, I'm like I said, I'm here to help. Definitely want to make sure that people are thinking clearly in regards to when it comes to the lifts. Uh, if there's anything that you think that you might be missing and key points, triggers, whatever, uh, definitely let me know. I would be happy to take a look. I would be happy to, you know, give more tips, talk about more of it. Um, because I, what I have been told is, oh, that's actually a good point. I didn't think about that. Um, so I, I do think a lot. So whenever I do explain things, I'm very in depth of explaining. I'm very hands-on explaining. Um, and like showing so I've been told that that's awesome that they appreciate that because 
they've been working out or crossfitting for a couple months, two years, and they didn't think about that or nobody caught that. Nobody told them Um, because not saying all coaches, but some coaches are just too afraid to say anything. um, And they just think, oh, okay, it's good enough. But that that can hurt. That can hurt them. In my eyes, I'm like, that can overall hurt you. Um, so I don't want that. I don't want good enough. I want perfect. Um, but I know not everything's going to be perfect, but I want everything perfect to you. I want everything to be able to be perfect to your body, to your liking, to your comfort level, your comfort zone. So um, that's definitely what I'm here for, for anybody. So um, you can always follow me again on CrossFit underscore mom sticks or CrossFit underscore badass underscore pineapple. Or you can email me again at crossfit.mom6 at gmail.com. Um, just send, you know, send me a shout out, whatever you want. I would appreciate anything. Uh, thank you again all for listening. I'm getting pretty good at getting these right under 30 minutes. So I'm going to keep that going too. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I hope you guys have an, an awesome Monday. Crush the Monday workout. If you're having Monday blues, just go through the motion. It is worth everything because when you come out of it, you're going to be like, you know what? I'm pretty glad I just went through the motion because guess what? It's on your terms, your time. But 80% is just showing up. 20% is all you have to do is 20% of work. That's it. It's not very much at all. You can do it. I believe in all y'all. So enjoy your Monday, enjoy your morning, afternoon, wherever you are. I'm all the way here in Virginia. So enjoy your time so much. Thank you all for listening and have a good day.